Well, hello there, Piss Freaks. Tom Takara here with another episode of Stand By Your Band. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Me and Tommy have our live show at Caroline's on Broadway, January 25th at 9.30 p.m., so come to that. We also have some new content on our Patreon with an episode of Girls' Night and some new Stand By Your Band episodes, uh, some bonuses. We've got Muse, we got Aerosmith, some fun stuff. Uh, the Fray is coming up. Uh, that's uh, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. And without further ado, enjoy the show. The year is 1979. Men start wearing V-neck shirts, and women can't contain themselves over the new triangle of skin they're seeing. Jackson 5 member Michael Jackson goes solo with his breakthrough album Off the Wall, and nothing weird ever happens after that. And in Wilmette, Illinois, Dale Lewis and Pete Wentz II who met while campaigning for Joe Biden's senatorial run, a senatorial campaign that would spark romance between even the unluckiest in love, gave birth to their first baby boy, Peter Wentz III. In the 80s, Pete recalls riding in his father's car and hearing the song Build Me Up Buttercup, and he said, Papa, what is this sound? And his father said, Peter, my boy, this is music. From that point on, Pete had the bug, and I'm not talking about a flu, in high school, despite his talent as an all-state soccer player, he kicked the ball to the curb and decided music would be his passion, though it was almost all thrown away as Pete admits that during his first year of high school, he smoked marijuana with his friends. Luckily, he quit when he noticed it affecting his grades at school. In the late 90s, Wentz got involved in Chicago's hardcore punk scene with the band's Firstborn, Birthright, Extinction, Arma Angelus, Yellow Road Priest, and Race Trader. As Arma Angelus' heat died down, Pete wanted to transition into pop-punk with bandmate Joe Troman. Troman met Patrick Stump, at that time the drummer for X Grinding Process X, at a Borders when Stump overheard him talking about the band Neurosis and jumped in to mansplain to Troman what Neurosis was actually all about. Though Stump was a drummer, Troman convinced him to come try out for the new band as a guitarist. Wentz wanted Race Trader bandmate Andy Hurley in the band as a drummer, and though he was at first not into it, Petey's dreams would eventually come to fruition. In spite of a clunky first show at DePaul University, Troman was motivated to keep the band going. Pete and Patrick argued over names for the band before their next show, with Pete arguing for something long-form and tongue-in-cheek. They made a list, one being a Simpsons reference for a band name, and it had friends vote on the new name. During the band's next performance, Wentz started to introduce the band under the very long, quote-unquote, witty name that he came up with, and an audience member yelled out, Fuck that, no, and then called them the Simpsons reference band name from the list. Though they didn't have a lot going on for them at the time, Wentz viewed this project as the thing that would make him a big star. After rushing some songs together in two days, the band felt unsatisfied with their first release, Evening Out With Your Girlfriend. After touring nonstop and going through a few members, the band signed with Fueled by Ramen Records to release their first album as part of a deal with Island Records, who was incubating them to see if their release would get them ready for major success in the next album. Sure enough, in 2003, the album Take This to Your Grave was released and momentum was building. Positive reviews at South by Southwest and some airtime at Hot Topics was getting them to two to 3,000 sales a week. Media outlets started calling them the next big thing. The boys set off to Burbank to make the follow-up album, which would be the first time Stump would create all the music and Wentz would write all the lyrics for the album. Two weeks before the recording, the group abandoned ten songs and wrote eight more, including the first single, Sugar We're Going Down. 
Right before the album's release, the band faced trauma when Pete Wentz had an emotional breakdown and tried to overdose in a Best Buy parking lot in Chicago. This episode is brought to you by Best Buy. Best Buy, if you've got something fucked up to do, maybe do it in our parking lot after you buy the new Samsung Galaxy. Go to BestBuy.com for more details and type in promo code STANDBYYOURBAND for 15% off. Wentz said the pressure of thinking the new album was going to flop had a lot to do with his suicide attempt. From Under the Cork Tree, debuted and peaked at number 9 on Billboard charts in May of 2005. Sugar were going down hit number 8, and the second single, Dance Dance, was a top 10 hit as well. The album's success led to the band doing an arena tour, where 10,000 people a night were coming to see them. All of a sudden, they were on TRL, late night talk shows, and magazine covers. With three number one albums, over 7.5 million albums sold, and the Nickelodeon Australian Kids' Choice Award for fave song for the song Thanks for the Memories, today we stand by Fallout Boy. Pissheads, welcome to another installment of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians talk to interesting people. <laughs> no, where we uh, we have comedians come on to defend music that they like, that other people shit on, they think unfairly. You decide. Um, I'm joined by this week, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness, <laughs> Tommy McNamara. I, that's gonna stick. This is the first episode in my year of generosity. Oh shit! <laughs> I want everyone to know, 2018, Tommy McNamara's year of generosity. Be on the lookout. 2017, back to stealing candy from babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see you do that shit all the time, and I don't support it. Now that Movie Pass exists. Tommy not only doesn't buy snacks from the theater, he stops on his way in and steals candy from a baby. <laughs> He's, uh, the other day, I saw a baby with popcorn and, and a Diet Coke, and Tommy was a, it was like his damn Christmas. <laughs> You're very Grinch-like. Yes. <laughs> You're wearing a green hat. That's Grinch-like enough. That's true. How you doing, Tommy? This is the first time I've seen you in six years. Ten days, yeah, Damn. yeah. I'm no, I'm doing. I'm on three hours of sleep. I had uh, I had to wake up at five for my flight this morning, Damn. so I'm, I'm a little loopy. Whoa! What time did you get in? But I had a connecting flight. You had a connecting from Chicago to New York. It was tough. Yeah. That is brutal. Stopped was it just in way Cleveland, cheaper? home of Drew Carey? That's right. Cleveland rocks. That's Unless what you're said. talking about going to the airport <laughs> yeah. on your way to no, it was New brutal. York. Cleveland sucks. It does. <laughs> we'll say it. You heard it here first, folks. Cleveland sucks. Cleveland sucks. Ohio. <laughs> That's the song. Oh, um, yeah. Our guest today is the wonderful Sam Ruddy. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you for taking Cleveland down a peg. Hell yeah. It's about time. It's about time somebody put them in their place <laughs> when i was know? in cleveland i saw i was walking around this was like three four years ago i was walking around the streets of cleveland like the nicer part of cleveland i saw two different weaves on the ground oh, <laughs> like wow. clearly from fights it seemed like it's pretty cool um and you went because you love the cleveland show 
that's you right. Were <laughs> I thought that that's you like... were very misled. <laughs> <laughs> I was very upset. I wanted to hear a white man voice a black man. <laughs> is it a white guy that does yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it oh, is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, that's Wait, a white really? guy. I had yeah. no idea. Let me double check that. We got we to gotta fact check Uh-oh. that. <laughs> Who Spreading lies. Cleveland. I'm pretty sure I remember watching Family Guy like a behind the scenes and being like, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who plays Cleveland Brown? Mike Henry, white man. Oh, wow. White man. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to see. (laughs) That's why I (laughs) I traveled to Cleveland. Um, Let's talk about our New Year's real fast. How how was your New Year's there, Mac man? Good. I was over at the Comedy Attic. It was wonderful. Great shows. Great time. Hell yeah. We missed each other by like two days. I know. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was there with Sean Donnelly, past guest. Damn. Great man. I heard that, uh, you're one. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say something stupid. I, I would have had to add it immediately. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, yeah. Not that Sean listens, and we love him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to have Sean back on to defend more than because he did Counting Crows. It's a good time. Yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. He did a tube. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did a little bit. We went to the new arcade, which is called. The Cade. You like Terrible that? name. Ooh. Terrible Cade. name. I wanted to go, and then I saw that name, and I was like, fuck this place. <laughs> I want- Cade sounds like a frat guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm the worst person in the world. I'm on here to defend Fall Out Boy. I love Barcades. Hell I yeah. love them, too. It was They're a great so time. Great. Don't get me wrong. Barcades are my favorite thing. It's just the Cade. The Cade's Ugh. pretty brutal. Ugh. The Cade sounds like a nickname that a kid who was born in 2008 gave himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his name's Caden. (laughs) (laughs) But they had Super Smash Brothers. I won five games in a row against different people. Oh, that's great. People kept calling me the ringer. It was actually the best moment of my life. (laughs) By the ringer, they meant uh, the Johnny Knoxville. (laughs) 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 The ringers over there playing nine year olds. Oh, come on. So far, our two references have been Cleveland Show and The Ringer. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're, yeah, this is uh, coming at you from 2008. <laughs> yeah. And this bitch, we're talking about Fallout Boy we're today. About- <laughs> <laughs> Sam, how was your New Year's? It was fun. I did um, I did shows right outside of Penn State. Ooh. Um, yeah, I thought they were at Penn State. I didn't really read the fine print, actually, mm-hmm. in the town of State College. Oh. Yeah, okay. but it was fun. It was fun. Um, well, the- it was... no the shows were dope the shows were super fun it was like packed every time they were all ages shows we we didn't i didn't know that and it might be because i didn't check my email but i didn't know that till like two days before so was it clean like total clean like so clean Mm. that i said pull out and one joke oh no and there was gasps Oh yes! Wow. I have uh, I have like a, a couple weed jokes in my act, and I told uh, a couple marijuana jokes because that's clean, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a mom who complained. Oh, oh my uh, God. She was like, she was so mad. She didn't complain to me because I that's immediately. That's how it always happens. Yeah, I ran off stage, uh-huh. and uh, she went over to the producer, and she was like, "I have a joke objection." Which is oh wait no. a joke objection? <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, old Which... joke Judy over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. She apparently she told the producer that uh, weed is a gateway ju- uh, gateway drug, and that it's not cool to joke about it. Oh my god! Um, and then she apparently felt that she was not heard. Yeah. So she called. <gasps> Who'd wow. she call? She called the producer's office. 
Damn. So she went like two levels above. She went wow. a- above the producer to like his company That's or whatever. Bullshit. And she called him and she was like, I am so upset about this show. It just because of weed? Just because of weed. Wow. She was like, it was billed as family friendly. And there was marijuana jokes. That's not family friendly. And I know it's not family friendly because I have a daughter who is wow. addicted to marijuana. Oh, yeah. Shit. So she called. It was like, my daughter's addicted to marijuana. And like the producer's not an idiot. So he was like, hey, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm really terrible. Like, th- like that's terrible. I'm yeah. so sorry to hear that. You know, is your daughter upset? Is she okay? And she's like, well, I mean, she's not there she wasn't she wasn't oh at God. the show oh but she could she was have at the been. grateful dead concert yeah. on the road. fish was actually yeah. playing across yeah. town she's at madison square garden <laughs> my daughter's not here she's actually watching videos on youtube entitled so trippy see how long you can watch it's funny that you say that i have a friend who's addicted to pulling out <laughs> tommy mcnamara <laughs> <laughs> they call him the pullout princess wait <laughs> the pullout princess <laughs> Wait a second. Pull out Princess of Incest. Oh. Old Tommy okay, while we're in the while we're in the making up fetishes and shaming me for them. You put those no words out there. Okay, we gotta talk about since we're talking about Fall Out Boy, the fr- every every band that we do, I basically end up Googling that band plus piss just I to see why. <laughs> See if there is something. You just want to talk about piss. Yeah, and I found out freak. that Pete Wentz played a little game called Piss Roulette. Now, what could Whoa. that even mean? If you had to guess what Piss Roulette is, what would you guess? All right, six guys. One of them has drank a shit ton of water. Five of them haven't. You pick one, have him pee on you, and it's like Russian roulette, and then you have a one out of six chance of it actually happening. Wait. No, but that's a really good idea. Very, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not that, where I thought that was going to that, go. That's twisted. That is so convoluted, I feel like. Because you can pee without drinking a bunch of water. <laughs> I would think... Maybe all right. I got Listen, it. Listen, yeah. So I first say, thing. all right. This I, is I, what I the shape of water's these... about. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I say we bring those six guys back. Same six guys, and okay. uh, five of them drink a bunch of water. One guy eats a bunch of asparagus, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. pees all over. So Tommy. everyone's pissing on everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you and just then, yeah, okay. You hope that you don't get the guy with the asparagus. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read the article. <laughs> or maybe you're really into that, and you hope that you do. Mm, there you go. That could be. Tommy, what do you think, you sick fuck? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so this is from uh, Politico. Uh, okay, last week, Kelly Clarkson confessed that she likes to pee in the shower and said that anybody who says they don't is lying. This sparked intense debate amongst commenters who had opinions rating from agreeing with Kelly to saying it was gross to saying it was fine. Pete Wentz apparently agrees with the people who claim urine is sterile and drinkable. Pete made a video he posted on YouTube in which he's seen drinking his own pee. In the video, Pete says that the band are playing Pee Roulette, a game developed out of boredom, where they have ten bottles of juice on stage and one bottle of pee. Pete will drink from all the randomly ordered bottles until he gets to the pee. Oh, my God. That's not roulette. That's not, <laughs> you drink no. all of them. You just like That's drinking like, piss, bro. That's like if a guy playing Russian roulette, and he's like, no, I'll just keep shooting until I get to the one with the bullet. <laughs> Pete, 
Pete plans to drink from the bottles between songs because, in quotes, last time I did that, I barfed. <laughs> what? What is this? Is this Tiger Beat? This is Politico? I was joking when I said it was okay. Politico. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, wow, they've really pivoted. In the past few last years. time I did that, I barfed, and we wrote the song Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to establish that right up top to say there's three reasons I love this band. Oh shit! One, the guy drinks piss. Two, they are from my hometown, Wilmette, Illinois, the greatest town in America. (laughs) (laughs) Greatest town in America. Uh, Celebrities from there include Pete Wentz, Bill Murray, me, Rahm Emanuel, Rain Wilson. Damn, that's all I can do. Whoa, Joel Murray. Rain Wilson, huh? Old Dwight Schrute. Yes. You guys kind of have the same vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are similar. You're like creeps. <laughs> weirdos. You're a creep. You're a weirdo. You know what's <laughs> Your radio a dream. I don't belong here. Uh, t- they they met, uh, members of Fall Out Boy met in the borders right by my high school that I used to hang out at. Is that right? You know when you used to just hang out at, like, stores? Oh, yep. sure. yeah, yeah. No, I think we've talked about this. We must have covered this. I used to just hang out at Walmart. <laughs> just walk around, look at stuff. Look at this stuff. <laughs> you believe they made this? <laughs> this idea. You just throw around a football inside a Walmart. Those are the days. I was a Borders gal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it closed. Oh, man. My how, my brother can't freaking believe it closed. My brother had like a job at Borders, Ooh. and like he kept getting promoted. Uh, and so instead of going to college, he was like, I'm just going to keep working oh at my Borders. God. How many jobs are... How many... like? levels are there at borders well, enough can... to trick an 18 year old <laughs> well eventually you become an author if you stay there long enough you get to start writing the books and then the final one is you work at the starbucks inside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you go from author to barista wait so was he there until the end yeah he was he, was, he, he really went down put with all the his yeah. eggs <laughs> He the put Titanic? all his eggs in that border's basket. All burning around him. <laughs> he actually, as as they were bulldozing the borders, he stayed in it as a captain does. <laughs> you don't have to be in here. And also, why is this place on fire? <laughs> oh man, um, that's cr- so. Did you ever did you ever run into Fallout Boy around town? I did not. My one of my good friends is cousins with Pete Wentz. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. So that is the well, second Skeet reason. Wentz, huh? <laughs> I like that. Wait, what? <laughs> Name Skeet, I assume. Third reason. They're really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're cool? <laughs> no, I'm Man. like, I am so biased with this one. I'm Me like, too. No, I yeah. think that that's what uh, somebody comments I'm on I'm not going to be objective at all on this. It's very hard to be. I'm try- I'm going to try to be an objective voice. We ha- This is the first time we've done this where we actually have done an episode on uh, on fallout boy but it's before we started the podcast it's before mm. you were part of the team uh before you got your uh what do you call it your week your week to week co-hosting job before my year of generosity um <laughs> 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 uh, yeah uh we did a uh, me and alex stone recorded what it, what is now a bonus episode on our patreon and it was very fun and but this is going to be a different vibe i'm going to try to come in hard on on fallout boy but it's tough i mean th- i loved fallout boy growing up there they, like i got this cd when i was probably 17 maybe which 18. one 
The, I got a cork tree uh, under the cork tree. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get into them until then, and then I went back and got into um, the uh, what the fuck's the first one called? Take no, this to your grave. Take this to your grave. I'm all over the place right now. I, uh, I mean, it's not the first one, but well, but, but they the consider first it major. the first one. Mm-hmm. They hate the other one. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's. I actually really liked mm-hmm. it. But because it's like very low production, it's like raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like you know, and and I was like obsessed with them when I was like younger, and that's all there was. Like I, I wasn't to take this to your grave. Mm-hmm. Like before they kind of blew up because of from under the cork tree. Yeah, and yeah. I remember just trying to find anything else they had, like For just sure. so I could listen to it, and that was all that was there. Well, then, then called before the storm is on it, which is yes. weird. Like just well, like kind a great of a, song. oh, it's a great song, but yeah, it's just like a much lower quality yeah, cut of it. Yeah, you can yeah. tell that like Fueled by Ramen was like, okay, this is trash, but that song is actually pretty. Yeah, good. for sure. Sorry, I'm I'm reading about this borders thing now. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the closure? There was more information about the borders meeting than I thought there would be. There's so much information online about their border their border. Uh, <laughs> it's Have you did you sick. guys watch there's a drunk history that the guy from Panic of the Disco did about Fall Out Boy? No. no. I don't know if it was with permission from Drunk History, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, yeah, check that out. Uh it's a good time. This was uh they were the first concert I went to. Ooh. First oh, concert really? was Fall Out Boy. I was, I'm going to say, hugely disappointed in them. Wait. Yeah. I was watching from like a field. Like it was such a big venue. It was and it was, it was an indoor show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching from a field. I was looking through a window. I was a pauper. <laughs> I was a pauper boy. Please, I, I sir, <laughs> can I have some riffs? Please, sir, may I be fueled by ramen? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, the, the, my first like serious girl, it's, this is crazy actually. I, so the first date I ever went on, uh, was at a Borders and then my first concert was Fall Out Boy. Wait, it's for all, real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And that was with a girl who was my first actual, like my first real girlfriend. She was like, I, we're, I'm going to the show. You should come. And I was like, I was, I want to go to that. They were like my, one of my favorite bands. Oh. I just never thought to go see them. I didn't realize they were playing indie, but tickets were like. 30 bucks it was crazy because yeah. they were already it was upon it was when ex, uh 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 infinity on high came out and i was like not as into that i still like infinity on I, high. I, there's I, a lot yeah. of I really like it there's a lot i like from it and you put uh you put at least one song on there yeah i know that. i have a couple thriller yeah, I have yeah thriller which i think is one of my and, favorite album intros young. <laughs> <laughs> that's jay-z right that's jay-z yeah. Can we talk about how it's insane that Jay Z like doesn't take any rep hit for doing songs with like Coldplay and Linkin Park? <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. It's so funny because you couldn't like that's so uncool. It is very. Can bizarre. you imagine right? if Macklemore intro to Fall Out Boy oh, song? God. Like he'd be done. I could kind of yeah. see that, but like somebody because Jay Z is so much cooler than Macklemore though. Like well, he sure. still gets street credit. It'd be like if Kendrick Lamar was like. This the new Linkin Park, baby. <laughs> Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like 21 Pilots. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um yeah, it sucks. Let's listen to a, a little bit of uh of a little bit of Thriller. See ya. 
like that drop though. Bragging about three out of fives. that one thing that I feel very biased on and this is like this has to make or break Fall Out Boy for you a little bit I love Patrick Stump's voice same I did too I think it's It's so fun yeah it's like such a good like emo-y type but also I I don't find them to be as punky later on especially like that I don't think that yeah. Of them at all as punk later yeah. on. But in the beginning, they were trying to sound like that, it seemed like. Well, sure. Yeah, they all kind of came from Chicago's punk scene. Sure. But, uh, yeah. And this, if, there, if there are any people listening who are actually familiar with the Chicago late 90s hardcore and punk scene, please don't expect us to know it. <laughs> because I feel like people are always like, well, everyone knows that. I mean, even in Jared's voicemail, <laughs> yeah, Jared's it's like, gonna be mad. well, you know. We should, we should go ahead and talk about Jared's voicemail. I'm going to play it right now. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Fallout Boy. This is pretty open and shut. The person, whoever the guest is, is going to be in their mid-20s, probably 25, 26, 27, somewhere in there, who in 7th or 8th grade listen to Fallout Boy and know the songs from back then, but still listen to them for nostalgic reasons, pretty much cut and dry the way that this podcast was set up. Now I'm going to spend the rest of my time talking about a Fallout Boy story that I have, which is that the drummer of Fallout Boy was also in a 90s hardcore band called Race Trader. And uh, a a hardcore festival that I helped uh, put, put on in Greenville, North Carolina, we had Race Trader at the festival twice. And they were probably the most polarizing hardcore band, or certainly in the top you know couple with Earth Crisis and a few other bands of the 90s. And they really only ever released, I think, one thing. But they were, uh, you know, very, you know, they, they split their audience right down the middle, you know, people who believed in their politics and people that didn't. I just found out by doing research about this that Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy was also a sometime member of Race Trader, which is crazy considering he's sort of like the star of, of Fall Out Boy from what I can gather. I think I've only ever heard Fall Out Boy because they did a song on Big Hero 6. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard them in any other scenario. I listened to them a little bit tonight, and it sucks, of course. Um, it's just, you know, no reason to listen to it. But uh, I will say that it's disappointing to read that they have sort of come out and said, we're not a political band, like we don't care about politics. And, I mean, I'm sure that they have, like we're all sort of like, you know, we have to be more political with Trump in office, but it, it, you know, it's disappointing to know that at least one, if not a couple of the members like know what, you know, like what is going on in the real world and they're just sort of ignoring it. Um, that's upsetting. I would say, um, you know, they have, you know, an outlet to really help and change minds. And if they're not doing that, that kind of sucks. So, all right. Bye. 
All right, that was Jared Thompson, the owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, friend and foe of the podcast. <laughs> I had a great weekend with Jared Bear. <laughs> the old he loves Geraldo. what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that Jared made some good points in there. I think the political thing is interesting because I'm doing some research on it right now, and they they have done that thing in the past where they're like, we're not we try to keep it nonpartisan to like not fuck with their fan base, mm-hmm. fan base or whatever. Not that I feel like a lot of repubs wouldn't be pro Fallout Boy. Uh, you'd be surprised. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, because a lot of repubs were like angry children. <laughs> oh, that's mm. true. Yeah, they were a lot. I could see Lincoln Park fans being conservative just angry but some of these i feel like a lot of their music wasn't angry though it was like silly so angry yeah dude i mean I, uh, just to get in just to prepare for like this podcast just because like you know i, I still like them and i'll if it pops up on my ipod like i listen to it not that i have an ipod i don't live in 2009 <laughs> but i have an ipod around here oh, somewhere really? i have an ipod video downstairs nice hell yeah you guys oh, want to yeah. see my iPod video? They're <laughs> never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> you kids like iPod videos? <laughs> I did find they asked Pete Wentz about uh, who about what he thought who he thought was going to win the uh-huh. election, and he said, first of all, there's three words that he answers with is very annoying. He goes, "I'm a futurist. Oh God, I have a belief that we as a society and a culture are going to make a decision based on who's the most qualified. I don't think as a nation we're going to elect somebody who is a reality TV star. <laughs> so that's taken a that's, a that's taken funny aside. <laughs> I'm a futurist. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Because I like Futurama. We have, a, <laughs> we have a quote from Tommy McNamara about who he thought was going to win the election, and it just says, "Lock her up." <laughs> I'm a futurist sounds like something that someone who votes for Jill Stein would say. Oh, yeah. for sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Listen, I don't care about Democrats or Republicans. I'm a futurist. I'm writing in Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Music's too girly. Get him in there. He'll fix it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. So. Were you an, were you angry when you were listening to Fall Out Boy as a kid? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. A lot of angst, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I like, well, not at first. I mean, I heard like, uh, Where's Your Boy Tonight? Yeah. Uh, when I was like 12 uh-huh. on Fuse. I was just watching music videos and I was like, What is this? Yeah. So yeah. great. Yeah. I was like, This is so catchy and so good. Uh-huh. And so I just immediately went out and bought their album. And the album, like, that song is like, pretty tame for their first album as far as like sure. the vitriol for women and like all the like just yeah there's a lot have. of well, don't forget irish there. people yeah what's that the first song title tell that mick, mick. very oh, offensive shit. come on to the <laughs> irish <laughs> well and also that song it could essentially be summed up with like i hope you crash your car whore <laughs> yeah it's a lot, a lot of that the one that the one that i remember <laughs> having a visceral reaction to but also i remember being an angry kid and kind of being like oh this is dark uh is uh wear me around your neck what is the oh fuck that you look so good in blue were you talking about choking yes, someone? Yeah. Fuck. So, what do you mean? Like, I knock it around me, I'll throw it out. Make like you, you uh, weigh you down, I'll, I'll watch weigh you, you down, choke. I'll watch you choke. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. You look so good in blue. You look so good in blue, so that's creepy. A lot of graphic gross. imagery. I remember yeah. as a kid being like, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like the wordplay on all of it. It is clever. Yeah. Like, even, even when, like, as a. 25 year old woman with like relatively feminist opinions i can mm. still listen to it and be like well it's pretty clever yeah like, 
I I will say, looking back at these song titles, sometimes I'll do this where I when I first put out Alex's bonus episode, it made me want to go back and listen to everything I liked from them before, and it almost all held up for me. Like it's, I mean, I understand that it's a nostalgia thing somewhat, yeah, yeah. But it is fun. Like in a, a lot of the. Uh, the thing is, like pe- people shit on Pete Wentz as a bassist, but it is fun. His bass is fun. Oh yeah. Oh, the he's drumming a, is so, like I I have a good time with it. Out of everything that Pete Wentz does, I yeah. would say that bass, like just his bass riffs, are like very good. Uh-huh. But I also think that Patrick Stump composes most of the music. Yeah. And I feel like he may be writing Pete's bass lick. So Pete, if you that. are listening, Get you know, straight, <laughs> straighten it out with us, you know, give us a call. Yeah, tell us the truth. Let's, we want to hear because I don't want to be spreading misinformation. If you are writing those sick dance dance bass riffs, all credit where credit is due. Email uh, us at standbyyourbandpod at gmail.com or piss on us at piss on, <laughs> pisser. We have a on feeling you'd pisser. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Donate to our Patreon if you want to be on. I mean, I, I have a hard I time. I don't know. I'm sorry. They were there. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the 30 cents. <laughs> or whatever, you piece of shit. I was I, fondling uh, Tommy's uh, tissue. That sounds worse than that. Yes. Well, that's just shit. That sounds awful. <laughs> he had like a pack of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> tissue is worse than Kleenex. Tissues. I think it's worse. I mean, yeah. Uh, um, I have a hard time defending Tommy. Uh, I also the hell? <laughs> I have a hard time defending Pete um, as a as like a human. I think he could be really clever yeah. and really funny, but he is everything about Fall Out Boy that is mockable is Pete. Yes, you know, like Patrick Stump is like a brilliant lyricist, a great composer, uh-huh. and he lays low. Like he doesn't care about them. He doesn't want to get attention. Like, sure, I mean. I feel like if in every argument that Fall Out Boy had, Patrick Stump won instead of Pete, uh-huh. they'd probably be a better band, but they wouldn't be famous. I'm curious because Pete came up, or I mean, uh, uh, Patrick released some solo stuff that was kind of panned. Um, and then he also, he wrote an article that I thought was really interesting in regards to this podcast specifically, where he wrote like a think piece, anti-people shitting on Nickelback. Oh, that okay. I sent to Tommy. I want to see if it's in my messages here. I will well, he's got to feel like he's next, you know? <laughs> I'm sure that this was just stop shitting on us. Oh, like, sure. is their punchline the same way? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Stop shitting on my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think, though, there is, a, there is an element of him doing kind of a soul singing voice is a little bit of a white guy being Cleveland. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something we like on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we established that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stand by one. your band. Pro-cultural <laughs> appropriation. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that his uh, singing rises to the level of a white guy voice in Cleveland. But sure. Part of that might have been said for humor. Oh. Uh, joke objection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a joke objection. <laughs> um, I have to say, I can't, I'm so excited for that. I have a joke objection. I have a joke objection. Hey Tommy, I'm so sorry I missed that social cue. Uh, sometimes you know I just whoosh right by me. Um, yeah, I think that I. I always liked Patrick Stump more than I liked Wentz. I think part of it was that Patrick Stump is a weird-looking man. Very weird. And Pete Wentz yeah. is like the pretty boy of the group. Yeah, like, but Patrick was like the prettiest, in my opinion, as like a 12-year-old girl. Uh-huh. Okay. 
That's interesting. Also, now a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so? where do we go with that? I guess I meant like there was something about Pete Wentz vibe. Like he seemed like he was trying to be like really. He just seemed like he was trying so hard to be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something about. Well, he's him a I huge like. tryhard. Yes. We should play his poetry at some point. Oh, we for yeah, sure yeah. will. Really quickly, let's let's read his poetry right after this. Uh, I I found I looked up. Pete Wentz is an asshole, and I found this website called MeanStars.com, <laughs> and he is rated a 100% mean. Uh, somebody had a story about how they di- they like filmed a, uh, a music video at Pete Wentz Bar in L.A. Uh, for his like new band in, uh, I, don't, I can't see what year this is, but anyway, uh, Pete Wentz got wasted all day that... Went up to the bartender and said, "This beer." He had a Corona, which was interesting. I don't know why I was intrigued to find out he was a Corona man. <laughs> that is actually baffling. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. Have you been drinking a Corona? Right? My sixty-year-old dad, who's a parrot head, loves Corona. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely thought he would either be. He's allowed like, to PBR? find his beach. Let <laughs> <laughs> the man find his beach. <laughs> uh, he uh, he took his Corona and he goes. This beer isn't fucking cold enough. And then he it says he proceeded to pour an entire pint of Corona on my hands and arms. Uh, I looked at him incredul- incredulously. He shrugged and walked away. Pete Wentz poured beer on me on purpose. He's an asshole. <laughs> this guy's pretty dramatic, though. <laughs> I mean, Damn. what did he do to deserve it? That's a good point. Just like that woman that they choke in the song. <laughs> it's like, was she being naggy? Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, it's. He just has a vibe that's not good. We definitely should play some of this poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. See. So get busy living or get busy dying. All right. So it's like at the very end of the song, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember that much. Um, hold on, just a moment. I remember uh, this song specifically. I loved this part. Oh, so hard. Alright. So that's um Perfect. Oh my god. Talked about getting out, but not forgetting about how my worst fears are letting out. He said, Why put a new address? On the same old loneliness, when breathing just passes the time, until we all just get old and die. Now talking's just a waste of breath, and living's just a waste of death. And why put a new address on the same old loneliness? And this is you and me, and me and you, until we've got nothing left. So one crazy thing we found, that's first of all, important. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Important work. Anthony Kiedis does that too in a song. He does. There's a song where he, in on Stadium Arcade in one of the songs he does like a minute long poem, and uh, that is really like the band that members. Was like the it's really bad. That's Those the worst part of it. Similar years, I think too. I think, that was was the right I think it was a trend. <laughs> Stadium Arcadium was like right after uh, this album from Under the Cork. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like the following year. I'm pretty sure because I remember I, it was my uh, freshman year of college. I bought. I got into the Chili Peppers hard. What was in the air that year? I don't know, man. But I was in eighth grade and I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> if the if the caged bird could sing. It would do what Pete Wentz does. <laughs> if the page cook, 
<laughs> the page girl. <laughs> the page girl. <laughs> I was thinking about Danny California, <laughs> and then my mouth got ahead of my brain. Man, yeah, that is uh, that's brutal. Uh, but there's actually, I was like on the, I was on the web and I was searching, kind of like trying to find if there's any like live version of that. Like if you ever did that poem live, and there's actually there's not a live one, but there's a studio one that's extended. I guess they edited it. Oh, and I found the recording. So could you just find if you play it on your phone? Yeah, I sent yeah, I'll you. play it real fast. All right, just let me know when you clicked it. Hold on, I'm pulling it up here. All right. From day one, I talked about getting out, but not forgetting about how my worst fears are letting out. He said, why put a new address on the same old loneliness when breathing just passes the time until we all just get old and die? Now talking's just a waste of breath, and living's just a waste of death, and Stelling's just a waste of Beth, and Jason <laughs> Schwartzman's bored to death, and crying's just a waste of tears, but vodka's just a waste of beers. But I digress to the same old loneliness, except it's Ness from Super Smash Brothers, who was lonely like all the others. Now Link is just a waste of sword, and Star Fox <laughs> sits there sad and bored, and Pikachu's lightning is gone, and Kirby sucked so much it's wrong. Jigglepuff sleeps in a grave, and Mario's Luigi's slave, and Donkey Kong's a barrel slut, while Yoshi puts eggs in his butt Santa's falcon say the word one's a lady one's lady bird so living's just a waste of death and Tracy's just a waste of let's and this is me and you until there's nothing left Samus is a girl call the crowd <laughs> to pick you up <laughs> interesting that uh that was so Super Smash Brothers related after uh, your big streak. <laughs> I don't uh, see how the two are connected. <laughs> it's like Pete Wentz knew Beth Stelling was going to be big. <laughs> Stelling's just a waste it's of Beth. <laughs> think about it. Uh, I think Mario's Luigi's slave is very interesting. <laughs> it's problematic. The Italians were slaves first. <laughs> yeah, but they're both Italians. <laughs> think about it. They're brothers. <laughs> they're brothers. Oh my the god. The ultimate betrayal. <laughs> well, that was important. <laughs> I'm glad we found Maybe that. Maybe play it again. <laughs> oh man. Um let's talk a little about getting shit on for Fallout Boy. Did you get made fun of ever for liking Fallout Boy? No. Did you kept not the crew around? Did you keep a crew around who liked them? Did your friends like yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, we all liked them. I went to a Catholic school and there was like twelve kids in my class, uh-huh. and so whatever like three of us liked was the thing. Yeah. So like four mm-hmm. of us like Fallout Boy, and so everyone else was just like, "All right, we like Fallout Boy." Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. There were twelve kids in the original Catholic class, the Apostles. <laughs> oh my God! I never thought about that. Twelve angry men. If you ask me. <laughs> wow! Damn. <laughs> That's what I call them. That's what I call them. Yeah. <laughs> they actually seem like they're pretty happy. <laughs> I don't understand the Bible. <laughs> they went fishing a lot. They had like those smiley face stickers on the back of their cars. <laughs> Life is good. Yeah, yeah, they were just like basic as hell. <laughs> they're, just so basic. they're all parrot heads. I've only seen the sequel, Grumpier Old Men. Um, There's one thing before I, want to for- before I forget, I do want to say that I was looking at a list of things you don't know about Fall Out Boy. And they're all like kind of things you would know, you know. <laughs> but the basis name is Pete. Yeah, yeah, it's always shit like that. Except one of them is Joe Troman once slept in a dog cage. Oh shit! <laughs> Guitarist Joe uh, Troman took a little cat nap in a dog cage. The reason is kind of unknown. It's documented on that DVD. Troman explained it wasn't a night. It was like 
five minutes at the most, then they put it on a DVD. You can spend that story any way you want when it's on film, you know? I was 17. Do a lot of 17-year-olds spend time in dog cage? I think they do. <laughs> I love how defensive he is. <laughs> that, that was clearly like... He- Pete once made him sit in the dog yeah. cage while he was so playing piss can, roulette. So that, so can, yeah, watch me play piss roulette. It's actually like really fucked up. And then, he, yeah. and then he writes, I know why they caged Joe sings. <laughs> but he doesn't sing. Yeah, well, he, he plays, never his sings. guitar does. He does like the uh, the Simpsons, I guess. Well, oh. I mean, the band's name is Fallout Boy. Sure, but Pete that's Wentz it. is pretty humorless. Uh-huh. <laughs> and did you not? Did you guys know that like Pete Wentz wanted to name the band like one of his like eighty word long song names? Oh God! But wow. they were like, please just let us be Fallout Boy. <laughs> please, <don't> sir. <laughs> I'm more of a. a What's a shitty TV show? I'm more, we should name it Tracy Ullman show. There's like a weird video of them on TRL, I think, where it's like he's trying to be funny in the interview. So yeah. she asks everyone's names, and they all say their names. Shit. It gets to him, and he's like, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he just says <laughs> the wrong name. It's like, that's, like, like, that's a lie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this what joking is? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he seems like somebody who like thinks he's very funny, totally. yeah. but is like... Damn it, where's kind the... of tone deaf in conversation. <laughs> Although I will was... say, I think some of the long song names are sort of funny. Well, it was before Twitter too, so yeah. you didn't get to see jokes like that anywhere else. All the now time, you see yeah. a million of them a day. Yeah, exactly. It was at the time. At the time, was I was like, like "Whoa, oh, cool. this is crazy. That's pretty funny." I'm like a lawyer with the way that I'm always getting you off. That's funny. You know. I do yeah. wonder if any of them were stolen. Oh, for sure. I think they stole that uh, lawyer one from the show Bull. <laughs> Is that what it's called? A dumbass show? Like, he'll get you off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bull. so bad. Well, it's like a really common phrase now. But at the time, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, you, know, you can't <laughs> type it into Twitter at that time. Exactly. That's the thing. Oh, that's true. God. Like, they... no way he came up with champagne for my real friends. No, that yeah, had yeah, the real yeah. pain for my sham friends. I don't that's buy brilliant. that. That's brilliant. But I don't think they came <laughs> up with it. Yeah. But what I remember reading have. it, I remember reading it, be like, "Fuck, <laughs> so damn, oh. this shit's smart as hell." Then you can think they kindly ask you to leave the Walmart. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> Please stop swearing. Come sir. over here, <laughs> kids. Look at the album. Yeah, children. He's, he was also a Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here. Uh, I was trying to find. There was a great. Uh, oh shit. Follow Boys Pete Wentz on making unsexiest men list. I need to know about this. Wow. I'm just happy to be nominated. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's actually funny. Who else there is was, on that list? Oh, I wonder. Let's see. I've never heard of this list before. All right. Uh, number one on the list is Pete Wentz. Number oh, one. Number one. Number two, Tommy McNamara. <laughs> what if everyone else was like true, like truly like deformed people? <laughs> Three Stephen Hawking. That's really weird. (laughs) Hey, I didn't write the list. (laughs) Number four, the the guy who played Mask, (laughs) not the Mask. That show, that movie, Mask. You know what I'm talking about. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rocky Dennis. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Oh, Simon Cowell, Howard Stern. Pete Doherty. Simon Cowell, he wears those he tight like shirts. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah that's fucked He's up. a little number. He's bossy. I mean, if they want to say, like, not hot, I don't know. Wait, Ben Stiller, Josh Hartnett? This list is bullshit. Who Josh made Hartnett this? Josh Hartnett is a heartthrob. Amen. <laughs> oh, this is the unofficial one. Okay. 
Did AOL make this list? That's so, what a weird thing to dabble in. What if it's like Pete Wentz got his 10,000 hours free disc, he pops it in, and then it's the first thing he sees. Like, oh, no. <laughs> AOL kept trying to write the list, but their mom kept trying to use the phone. <laughs> there was a headline I saw that I'm trying to find now where it's like, uh, Pete Wentz jokes, but it but a joke is supposed to be funny. And it's like, I wanted to see what, damn it. I looked up Pete Wentz, not funny. Who has a fear of Pete Wentz? What? It's uh, Wentz Agoria. Wentz Agoria. <laughs> <Wentz-a-phobia. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is not. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Um, that's too bad. Did you ever see him live? Yeah, yeah, not great. Really? Yeah. I, that's the thing. Is they they, don't... The guitar didn't sound good. And like I like a big part of what I loved about Fall Out Boy, what I still love is uh, Patrick Patrick Stump singing and like hearing his lyrics and stuff. And when I saw them live, you could not hear a fucking thing he was saying. That was it. It was like it was honestly really? like the live show. It's like Pete's like, let me put the bass up as high mm-hmm. as it goes. And then, it was. It and was. then, was. yeah. So and then distorted. Patrick, whose voice is beautiful, cannot be heard. Yeah, and I realized in that moment, I was like, this is what I like about them, and uh, if I can't get that out of it, there was no point in uh, in seeing this. Yeah, no, I saw them once. I was um, I, I saw them at Warp Tour in 2005. I was uh, 12 or 13, and my mom wouldn't let me go alone, so she made me go with a babysitter, which is very punk rock. A babysitter? Yeah, she wow. made, I was like 12 or something, and she paid one of our neighbors like 50 bucks to take me to Warp Tour. That's so great. I mean, that's a sick deal if you're a babysitter. Oh, yeah. But she hated it. She was like 23 and oh, like, yeah. just like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know women. This is oh. all. <laughs> no. It was like every shitty person she went to high school with was there, apparently. Yeah. And she was oh. just like, why are you running around in a circle where in our 20s? Which at the time I was like, all right. But now I'm like, the people mosh yeah know? i think i could still have fun you can still have fun in your 20s yeah but <laughs> i love that mosh. that's not even a question anymore <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago she was like you're 23 you're an adult now yeah. we're like you're 33 maybe you should think about getting on a lease <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a savings account or something um, it would be tough 23 year old at warp tour though because you got those blink 182 boys yelling at you what's your age again <laughs> exactly i want to know hmm uh, <laughs> yeah, I found the article. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. I guess that he just like made fun of uh, Britney Spears and then uh, called <laughs> him and Ashley Simpson, his then girlfriend, called themselves assholes. They were married. Oh, yeah. They had this, a child. This says at this point, Maybe girlfriend. two kids. This yeah. was before. Yeah, they This kids. is from a long time Bronx ago. Bronx Mowgli. Um, damn. They're not still together, right? No, 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 we, no. Did, we talked about this on the Ashley Simpson episode. Yeah, and on the Bronx Mowgli <laughs> <laughs> You have the up about their kids. We do a Patreon called Defend Your Child. <laughs> Defend we should your do child. That. We should do that. Uh, Defend Your Child would be boycotted <laughs> so quickly. It would just be the most no, but upsetting it's not even your podcast. Kid. You just pick a child. <laughs> Come on, he's not cute. Even celebrities. Yeah. This kid, AJ, he lives three blocks down from me. He goes to Roosevelt Middle School. He sucks. Stand by, <laughs> stand by Tyson, the fourth grader. <laughs> We're going to look at six of his homework assignments. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's really good. Um, he wrote a... He wrote an article, or he wrote a uh, an essay on why Minecraft is actually good, <laughs> <laughs> better than homework. <laughs> uh, 
Um, let's go to Facebook. We I forgot that we haven't done that yet, and we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of shit on this one. Um, this is a. Uh, People are torn. People are divided on Fallout Boy, and I think this is speaks to what Jared was kind of saying. I mean, how it's what we always say is like it really speaks to if you liked them when you were of this age, you're totally. definitely going 100%. to like. You're going to see you stick with them later. I will say one thing: I was surprised in listening to more recent stuff than I thought. I still liked later shit than I would have thought. You know what I mean? Like, the, I liked stuff that I didn't like when I was a kid. Yeah, I. that's one of the things that I really find impressive about mm. Fallout Boy. Like, there's a reason New Found Glory isn't on the radio anymore. Yeah. But if you go to a hockey the game, Jews. you're going to hear Uma Thurman. You're going to mm-hmm. hear Centuries. Centuries is a big one that, like, they, they, they made it the theme for the NFL for, like, a season. Yeah. And it was fun. Like, I didn't hate it. It's weird because it's such a... a departure from what they sounded like when they started like they were such a like low quality like they were it it wasn't this like what's the word i'm looking for like this overproduced sound that they got to oh it's super overproduced but it's literally arena rock yeah Yeah, they've switched genres genres because they see that like bands like i don't know like the national like all these bands who like are still rock bands and popular because like rock band is just like rock music has just fallen out of favor Uh like a lot and i think that they're smart and they're versatile and they're talented yeah i mean they didn't start out as a pop punk band they were all hardcore sure you know like they've always hopped genres and they've Uh always kind of tried to reinvent themselves and like unlike a lot of other pop punk bands of that era like they were able to do it really successfully Mm mm-hmm no, they did it. It's really weird. Um, they've been able to like stay in commercials and yeah. like, video games. It's really odd, uh, and it's. I think it's all because of that genre switching. People. Um, that is the. See. That is where they lose me completely. Though I don't yes. love. Don't get me wrong. I don't listen to the yeah. stuff after they switch genres. But when I heard some of it, when I very first heard it, I hated it. Now I go back. Um, I've listened. I've gone back and listened to some of their newer stuff since then. I don't keep going back to it, but I don't hate it. There's some stuff like Uma Thurman I don't hate, uh, which we'll mm. we'll get into in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Um, thriller. I think of like very specifically, take this to your grave, to Foley I do, are the Tommy years of Fall Out Boy. Anything yeah. before it or after it falls outside the Tommy years. Wait, what's the last? Foley I do. And, uh, oh, that's the because fourth, I think, that's like the And I think of album, What right? a Catch Donnie is like, that's it. You know, because they bring back yeah. all the old songs and it's like, uh-huh. that's it, Tommy. We did it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Foley <laughs> has I Don't Care on it, right? Uh, yes. I that's, so. a, yeah, that's a banger, I will say. I did not like that album. That, I don't, I do I don't remember, like the album either. I do remember hating that album. I like I Don't Care, though. I think that's a really good pop song. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's read some of these. Rudy Schultz. Says, oh, some great songs on there. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, hey, Tommy, why don't you go Sweet in the ones. basement and play with his iPod? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Rudy Schultz wrote. I hate them because they're a band formed as a joke to cash in on the popular sound of the time, and they took off. A bunch of guys from the suburbs who were in hardcore bands looked at their failing music careers and decided to create a joke that eventually led to them playing gigantic shows across the world, putting out six albums, and generally enjoying a ton of success. I've never heard anything but he's a total asshole about most of their members, and the guys in that band I've met have lived up to that reputation. Pete Wentz, antics alone are enough to make me hate that band. If their general sound and aesthetic didn't do it, 
if they were like any other fly by night cash grab, that would be fine. But they've got staying power, and it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> then he writes that, and they wrote and performed and distributed "Sugar We're Going Down," which might actually be the most annoying popular song of its decade. Fuck that song. Fuck. Here's what I have to say to you, Rudy. Got a little corona on your arms, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, the what are same we, guy. We should, we should fly to Chicago and dump a case of corona. Pause <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> now I really want a beer. <laughs> yeah, we should have gotten beers for this. That's true. It's like it's not 3 p.m. <laughs> it's it's, four, it's oh, 4.30 Oh, is it? We should now. have some beers. We fucked up. Uh, here's what I got to say, Rudy. Yes. First of all, you, when you say failed music careers, you make it sound like they're grizzled 40-year-old men. Yeah. I think Patrick Stump was 19 <laughs> when yeah. they started the yeah, band. Rudy. Uh, I, and I, I get his frustration with like them genre hopping, but sure. I think that's like a strength. Yeah, I think that it's not the worst thing you could do. No. I mean, if you find your, what you're good at. Like for Tommy, he started in stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, no. And now he's a spoken word poet. <laughs> <laughs> he's much better. I actually heard this poem by Pete Wentz. Do you mind if I... <laughs> uh, I also, I agree that Sugar We're Going Down is a little annoying, but I have a nostalgic... Sure. I won my eighth grade talent show with two of my friends... Actually, my boyfriend at the time and my best friend at the time, uh, we we were playing um, in like a fake band. Yeah, we didn't know any songs uh-huh. like, that we had written. We just played nothing but Green Day covers. Yeah, hell yeah. And we played Sugar We're Going Down. Won the eighth grade talent show. Hell yeah. There's twelve kids in my class. I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I uh, I won brain my stew? eighth grade uh, talent show by sucking my own dick in front of everybody. <laughs> What if that were true? <laughs> the teachers are like applauding, like slow clapping. Me. Like, oh, that's why I took that rib out earlier. That's Indiana gymnastics right there. <laughs> that's the only reason we had a tumbling program. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Indiana gymnastics and roll. is the best euphemism for sucking your own dick I've ever heard. Oh man. <laughs> The old solo pole vault. That was Rudy Schultz. We're gonna fuck him up. I will say I liked you. I mean, sure, we're going down. I, I still like it. it. Yeah, I think it's I fun. Like I get it. why people. <laughs> <laughs> I get why people are annoyed with it. I got into a, a big arguments about this song when I was younger because people found it annoying. They thought the lyrics were stupid. They're like, I remember arguing with somebody because they were like, "Why would you brag about?" You're going down swinging. And I was like, but no, you don't understand. I'm putting up a fight even though I'm going to lose. Like, it's, you know, yeah. that's there's something admirable about that. And they were like, that's fucking stupid. Get the hell out of my house. And um, then as you were losing the argument, you just took a swing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See? I'm falling backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was, uh, speaking of that old iPod video. Ooh. I had, uh, I, I had three music videos that I purchased for that iPod video. That one being "Fix You" from Coldplay. Two what's being, in that video? What's that? What's the "Fix You" video? It's just not a even guy that good of a video. Someone. It's really <laughs> just it's about yeah. the It's actually yeah. a surgery video. <laughs> it's actually the most boring video. There's. It's just Chris That's why Martin I was asking. walking <laughs> down a uh, like an alley at Isn't night. Isn't that all of their music videos? Shut the fuck <laughs> no. The, uh, 
Uh, what's scientist. This? Scientist walking. is one of the best. Uh, but it's no, it's, it's mostly him walking. There's a car crash <laughs> after him walking, <laughs> and it's all in reverse, and they're singing in forward though. And Fixie <laughs> was just that video forward. <laughs> that would be great. No, it's. I will argue <laughs> that the video for the scientist is still great. Because it's like I remember liking that video. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember well, thinking joke it was objection. Deep. <laughs> joke <laughs> objection. You're gonna say that was. forever. I remember thinking it was so deep. It is deep. I had one. I had a couple Fall Out Boy videos on my iPod video. Ooh. Uh, I remember one though. I downloaded one and it made me so mad. Uh, a little less sixteen candles. A little more touchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a vampire epic. The video. Oh. Yes. And it is just. A dumpster fire. Damn. There's no like. There's no linear Ugh. plot. Like it is. Do they just, add time? It's just Pete wearing vampire. Pete. I think I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah it's an That's excuse for Pete to wear vampire teeth. <laughs> and the production value is uh, insane. It looks like a Showtime show. Yeah. Like oh, it looks shit. like premium cable, Damn. and it's unwatchable. That's bad. I. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So. I didn't finish my list of the three. We got to the Coldplay, and then we stopped. So Coldplay was the first one. Uh, Fallout Boys, Sugar We're Going Down is number two. Yep. If you guys want to take a guess at number three, it was of that same year. Can you give us one more hint? Uh, Scars, Papa Roach. No, I mean, it's so you get... It's more fix you like than uh, Frey. How to save a life? Oh, it's in that the was going to be my guess. It's in that. It's in that element. But okay, I'll give you another hint. It's another classic, uh, classic band that kind of switched genre for this era. Okay. Oh. Green Day. You're on the right path. In uh. fact, I'll just tell you, it is Green Day. Oh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, but what was Good Riddance, Time of Your Life? No, no, no. It's like in the Wake realm of Fix You. Wake Me Up when September That's ends. correct. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I feel so good right now. <laughs> wake me up. When's when September Can't end. wake up. 9-11 sucked. <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. What a whiny oh, I song. Forgot about <laughs> it's not, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Marsha Belsky. Yeah, Marsha's uh, Evanescence. Heard of her? Um, let's listen. Oh, let's let's go back to Facebook. Let's I feel just like... listen to Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Wake me up. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> when September ends. <laughs> uh, Zach Peterson says, What is there to like? They are a pop. Uh, slash boy band posing as subversive rock band is the f- it is the faux danger injected into these bubblegum bands that really bothers me. Uh, you can be silly recording company fluff band, but don't act like you're doing anything dangerous just because you have eyeliner and ripped jeans. At the time, bands like At the Drive-In was big, and the record industry said we should make a version of that that really sucks. Here's my question. Do you really think they said that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's verbatim. I think the industry there was a there was an L.A. Reed type, and he was like, "What if we uh, took at the drive-in and made it suck?" <laughs> uh, Mike Ro- Mike Rosa says they're great, and I will not accept such mean things. <laughs> so get that. Well, he should go on MeanStars dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to uh, open his eye, his third eye up. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna take this in a, uh, a very, very uh, deep direction Ooh, here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say 
that you know the the faux edginess and like the eyeliner and the ripped jeans actually kind of queer <laughs> okay yeah all right and as a as a as a kid who was not aware of their queerness but yes. knew that i didn't like dressing up in like very feminine yeah, things yeah it was kind of fucking I wonder, awesome i wonder to see pete, like i wonder if pete would take this good or bad i don't know mm-hmm. but i remember like seeing guys wearing eyeliner and thinking that was fucking awesome and also it's called guy liner guy liner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no i thought it was people, like no, i had never really seen that before and it hadn't really been happening since glam metal and like this you know like yeah, that was yeah, something yeah. where we'd had like the 80s were so macho like mm-hmm. they were so macho and like the 90s were grunge and then like i feel like emo was like our glam yeah um and it allowed me as like uh. somebody who didn't want to wear like the pink dresses my mom bought for me i was yeah. like no, no no i'm not like gay i'm just uh you know dark uh, uh, <laughs> uh like you know like i was able to like get my suburban mom to go to hot topic, hot topic. and buy me like black pants and like mm-hmm. a rancid shirt because yeah. it was acceptable yes fair enough because they were mainstream you know mm-hmm. i like that that's in, that's an interesting take on it that i never thought about before because i just thought of them as like I thought it was the like pretty emo, I guess. But when I was a kid, I thought this was like cool. I thought this was like what, I, I was they ashamed were, what of they liking. Were you were ashamed. of I mean, I it? loved it. Like it would be like a thing. Like me and like my best friend Tim, we would like drive around like blaring it. But like if I was like at a party, I would never put Fall Out Boy on because I'd be worried I would yeah. get like shit on. See, mercilessly. I, I didn't have uh, cool friends in my life, so mm. I thought this was cool. Like same, I thought this same. was sick. Yeah. I thought people would be like, I thought if I put this on at, the par- at a party, people would be like. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this party just got started. I found the right Hell friends yeah. when I was like, like, when I worked at like, um, like college humor, uh-huh. like I, we were at a party and like, we just all got real tanked and then yeah. we started putting on like old, like late nineties, early two thousands, like punk pop and emo bangers. Yeah. And like everyone lost their friggin' mind. Oh like, yeah. That's a know, great feeling. Yeah, yeah. People go nuts over it now yeah. because like it was such a nostalgic thing that I think we were all secretly listening to. Yeah. For sure. Shit, we should go do karaoke right now. <laughs> we do the song with the poem. Yeah. <laughs> Living- you had it all memorized when you did it. That would be so fucking funny. Living is just what are you a talking about? <laughs> no, I mean like, like if, from if the video were, we yeah, played yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, from the. Uh, from, uh, oh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> you just go acapella. I meant from the song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, screaming stelling is just a worst waste of bet at like know, Cobra like, Club. No, you go fuck him. Beat, I'll go acapella. <laughs> He's orange. <laughs> uh, let's read. Uh, Jeremy Hammond wrote, uh, Did you ever see the Pete Wentz dick pic? It's a serviceable metaphor for them as a band. Half flaccid and not particularly memorable were it not for the spooky goth tattoo on his stomach that looks like it'd be a t-shirt at Hot Topic. Also knowing the emo pop punk genre, it was probably sent to a teenager. Well, that doesn't seem fair. He hey, might be right. Jeremy. I hope he's not right, but Yeah. Oh shit. Oh let me see it, let me see it. Tommy just showed me that dick pic. I think it's this one. What's weird is he didn't Google it, it was the background on his phone. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's what I think I like how somebody put the one. Canadian flag as a <laughs> That's the one we'll put on the somebody, Instagram. Somebody blocked <laughs> out the his dick with a maple leaf. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> duh, this is great. I don't know what's going on. 
Damn. Oh my god. Also, I I don't really know what I, I'm not. I don't really know what like dicks are like, <laughs> like supposed, to, to, supposed to look like. I'm like yeah. it's huge. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like like I've seen a few, but like not enough to like be a connoisseur. Like yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you, women don't like huge penises. They're too big to have sex with. There's a <laughs> we referenced this book from the fifties. <laughs> It's actually a myth that uh, women uh, enjoy a giant. <laughs> oh wait, we should do a quiz. Yes, there's let's nothing do a else good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Into okay. Uh, so Sam, you're gonna take this quiz. I'm gonna conduct oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is called "Which Fall Out Boy Album Are You?" Now, before you take it, I want to guess of what you think this quiz will have you as. Okay. So what is your guess? I think it's going to put me at infinity on high. I was about to guess that too, but I'm gonna. Interesting. Switch to, I thought I'm every. I'm gonna switch to take this to your grave. Okay. The, uh, I think that yeah, we got okay. Yeah. Well, I'll split. I'll go something different. So I'll go cork tree. Just so someone wins. Also, I like that the album's acronym is fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I, I never, did not know that I until never right that now. Yeah. God damn it! F-U-C-T. Fuck me! Ah. <laughs> wait. <laughs> no, wait. Huh? <laughs> That's. That's not right, is it? Well, if you take the out. You gotta take the out, okay. But I feel There's like that's no really common in acronyms when you yeah. take out like, okay. the articles. Yeah. That's true. And that's what I do with Playboy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I take all <laughs> All right. <laughs> and jerk off to them. They're framing them on my wall. Yeah. Okay, what is most important in life? Here are your options family, keeping yourself busy, connecting with the fans, making money, doing what you love. Being as punk as possible. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, this is really just for the band. It doing sounds what like you, doing what you love. Doing what you love. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Sorry, family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a Sunday afternoon, you're most likely asleep at the mall. Roy Moore, uh, <laughs> having delusions of grandeur, resting on your laurels. <laughs> You know, it's a Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Online Is it shopping. not the same as laying around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> online shopping or meticul- meticulously planning your upcoming week. I like how my only options are either to be a consumer or doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I w- I'm probably laying around doing nothing. So. First one. The first asleep? one. I'm not, I'm not fancy. Listen, I'm a simple guy. So we're going to say asleep. resting on my laurels. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You've rested. I've never rested on any laurels. I don't sit on flowers. Okay. Sometimes I feel like uh, we're the comedy duo Laurel and Hardy, and I'm Laurel, and you're always resting on your laurels. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, it's Patrick Stone. <laughs> I saw Laurel. Joke objection. <laughs> Joke objection. <laughs> I saw Laurel and Hardy movie in theaters last year. Is that right? It was. Uh, it was incredible. It was cool. They had a guy playing the organ live. It was a very cool oh, that's experience. So cool. It was really cool. Where was that syndicate? It was in. It was in L.A. at some mm, place. Uh, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, it was very All very trendy. Okay, is Patrick Stump the most attractive member of yes! Fallout Boy? Yes. Okay. Yes! Wow. I do think so. Still, right. even as a current modern day lesbian. Okay, yeah, Patrick. Choose an emoji. Now your options: poop, fire, princess. Pete wins his dick. Sad man. Mm. <laughs> Monkey with hands on heads. Sad man. Sad oh, man. That's sad man. Uh, <laughs> he could be a woman. No, he's not that sad. And he's dancing, like exasperated, uh, <laughs> exasperated man, and lady in the red dress. What I do like you think? exasperated man. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm gonna be lady in dress. All right. Oh damn. I lady think it's in red. Be now. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago is so where Pete once grew up. 
a part of the never-ending capitalist machine. Fuck off. Uh, indicative of the American melting pot in Illinois. Windy. Two years ago. Two years ago. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What a song. <laughs> That's, That's a, a great song. song. There's a light on. <laughs> in Chicago. Pick but the a, only thing is like that's what, that's a perfect example of one of their songs where like I really love the song. I especially love songs that make me like long for a place I have yeah. never been. Oh, that's which good. I had never been to Chicago as a, like a thirteen year old kid, and I used to just think Chicago was so cool because Hell of Fall yeah. Out Boy. And then that's another song where like this like pretty good song just evolves into like I wish your body was broken. You're a dumb <laughs> slut. Like it just happens with so many of their songs. <laughs> okay, pick a band to tour with Fall Out Boy. Reliant K, misspelled by them. Uh, My Chemical Romance, One Direction, The Vamps, The 1975, and Panic at the I Disco. I think that's how Reliant K spells Reliant K. That is I, how they is spell it? it. Yeah. I've actually... So I've they spell it wrong. wrong. Yeah. Oh, they, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, on okay. purpose. I've seen them with My Chemical Romance um, at Warp Tour, and I think that Reliant K was there, too. Um, I have, like, a real soft spot for Reliant K. I'm going to go with them. Interesting, well, but I they're Christian, right? Yeah. I was as a kid. Yeah. This what is, is a devil podcast. It's a devil yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I'm still Catholic, like culturally, and I think I believe in. God, I am too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the most important element of a Fall Out Boy song? The chorus, the elaborate vocal runs, the Pete. message, Who wrote the this screamo Pete? part, the drums, the production. At this point, at this point, like it's this is a hard question to like answer because I feel like. It's different at historical parts. Mm-hmm. But at this point, like with American Beauty, American Psycho, their newest album, I would say the production. It definitely oh, is not the message. That's no. what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not the message. <laughs> that is the one we can eliminate. All right, the production. Where were you during prom? Getting drunk with your friends? Contemplating your life on a balcony somewhere? <laughs> with your family? <laughs> on the dance floor? At home? Or in the limo? Mackin' on your date? Damn, Tommy Mackin'. Mm. Um, Fuck me! I was getting. Oh god! <laughs> I was getting drunk Jesus. with my friends. Hell yeah! What? They don't have the cool option of watching Harry Potter movies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Here's, this is a weird question. Uh, you sleep with someone in Fallout Boy. What do you receive in return? <laughs> this question is based oh, no, off. No, no, this is a song title. I know, but it's still a twisted. It's not uh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a USB stick of unreleased music. A song written about you, a marriage proposal, a post-it note on your pillowcase, a complicated relationship, nothing. Oh, damn. Please nothing. <laughs> damn. Pick a Pete. Pick a Pete. So we've, oh, got, we've got a blonde Pete. We've got Chris Angel looking Pete. We got Tim McLaughlin <laughs> looking Pete. Give me, give Pete me original. <laughs> give me original uh, Petey Pete. pants. <laughs> give me like... Take this to your grave, Pete. I think we're calculating results. Damn, I'm so curious. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. This is a big be... moment. You'd it... think it would calculate quicker. Take this to your oh! grave, which was oh, your guess. Hell yeah. Got him. Got him. You got me. Now, what uh, do you want in return? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. congratulations. You're take this to your grave. You're an you oldie but a goodie. <laughs> You've got classic one-liners and that teenage angst thing working for you. You're going places, kid. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, that was fucked up. Uh, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it <laughs> as well. That definitely was a Pete uh, Wentz friendly quiz. Yeah, he wrote that quiz. 
I'm not kidding. It's uh, it was written like a while, uh, not too long ago, but I feel like BuzzFeed still allowed user submissions. <laughs> 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 okay, so I guess that um, <laughs> when the dick pic leaked. Uh, Pete Wentz, I just found this. It's, it's leaked yeah, in yeah. quotes. It says, <laughs> it says, it's been a tough couple of weeks for me lately, he wrote. The only good thing about times of adversity is that you realize who your real friends and fans are, and the rest go away. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's about his dick pic leaking. Like, who cares? <laughs> Why are people Bitch. going away just because they saw your dick? <laughs> <laughs> this happened at the Knitting Factory. That uh, where Wait, that, not that, but uh, he fell <laughs> off stage, and his there was a picture. Uh, wait, 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 wait. He fell. Oh, off Oh no, 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 stage. no! Oh, that was part of the. It was a trifecta of bad things that happened to him. He tried to do like a like a like a stage dive thing, and the crowd let him fall in the concrete. Oh, I guess. that's sad. <laughs> oh, that's a hard. Floor. I don't know if that it was on purpose or what. It says it was from the <laughs> club's balcony into the crowd below. And uh, yeah, he there's a hit balcony. The, I don't know where it's at. I don't think there's at, a balcony at Knitting Factory. But it says Maybe it's a it was at Knitting knit. Factory. Well, like Knitting Factory oh, used to be true, Manhattan back in the day. Oh yeah, there's a Lower East Side Knitting Factory. I think that's the one that it was because this is 2006. Yeah, yeah, in the mid 2000s, late 2000s. Yeah, so yeah, that was Knitting Factory. And then it says that Hannibal outed him as a sex. Hannibal was like, Google Pete Wentz. Go home, Google Pete Wentz. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's listen to some uh, All right. Boy and let's get the hell out of here. Um, all right, so we already listened to uh, Thriller. Let's see your grenade jumper from the Sam Ruddy of albums. Take this to your grave. Oh, yeah. You should just edit it. It'll sound better. Also, I'm talking right now into my microphone. Yeah, I, I really like that song because I like song I like songs about friendship a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's enough of them. Yeah, and I really liked like because that was kind of a volatile album. Like a uh-huh. lot of it's just like a lot like a lot of it's very angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, like I thought that was a really sweet song to like whoever their friend Chris is. Just uh-huh. like uh, I mean, I, I never looked up the meaning, but I always imagined like they were kind of shitty to their friend and then they were like, yeah. oh, we were kind of shitty to Chris. Apparently it's a woman they held down and beat. Oh, and, uh, no. No, oh no. <laughs> it's about Chris Brown. <laughs> it's actually a stalker song. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we love you back. Why don't you love us back? Yeah, please love us. Uh, I'm going to look up the song facts real fast. Just to see if it does give us anything. That whole album, it's just there's no misses on it for me. I was just drive around my hometown. Oh yeah, I could scream every drive song. by the borders. <laughs> I tried going I by just the borders. Knew. Where it all started. 
the title of the song refers to a person who is such a good friend they would jump on a grenade for you. It is aimed towards the band's friend, Chris Gutierrez. He's the Chris in the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, we Thanks, guys. This out. is so overwritten. <laughs> Gutierrez was in the band Arma Angelus ah, okay. with Fall Out Boy bassist Pete Wentz. Because of the song, Chris is now known to fans as Hey Chris. Ugh. He has his own website, AskHeyChris.com. Ugh. It is the most uh, popular website in the world. <laughs> it's very popular. It has over 2,000 hits a month. <laughs> uh, I like this. There's comments on this one, which there usually aren't comments on these. Um, it says, Pete and Chris are fighting. They are not friends anymore. Oh, no! It is sad. I love this song. I can relate to how they feel about their friend. Pete and Chris will tough it out and still be friends if they are fighting. And Patrick Stump is hot. <laughs> That's Jimmy in Farmington, New Mexico. Um, I do. I'm going to ask Hey Chris really quick just to see. Yeah, we have to yeah, know yeah, what yeah. it is. Uh, da, da, da. It's a live journal, of course. Of course. Oh, is, it looks like it might be. I don't think that this is still a thing. Or would I have to be, have a live journal to. <laughs> I don't know. I've never used live journal. I like this comment, though. It's pretty much just like a... <laughs> He's selling vegan-friendly, like... <laughs> what is he hey, doing? <laughs> Will your vegan meats? <laughs> He's selling buttons? What is oh, he selling? Shit. Let's look at the profile memories. Yeah, I don't know. None of, it's this not loading sucks. very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this shit will load. This it's like a GeoCities site I don't think he's paying for the square space that uh, he should be. Uh, this is my favorite comment on here so far. It says, I heard this song somewhere, but I forget where. Well, anyway, this is a great song. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fall Out Boy rock and are much better than Simple Plan or Good Charlotte. Oh, <laughs> that's a real time capsule wow. of a comment. That's so good. I heard this song somewhere, but I forget where. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is arguably their best song. Uh, Grand Theft Autumn slash Where Is Your Boy? Ooh. Where is your boy tonight? I hope he is a gentleman. Maybe he won't a little find cringy. out what I know. You were the last good thing about this part of town. That's yeah. This so with this song, I think the. Oh yeah, that's true. I kind of like the blue balls. I think it, it speaks yeah. to their type of music. This is the sort of thing they'd complain the about. The blue balls of music. If you look closely at that picture. So catchy, so fun. Oh, baby, so catchy. That's what people said when I left Chicago. <laughs> I was the last good thing. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, 
That's a, I like that song a lot. Uh, it's not my favorite song, but I know that that's a lot of people's favorite. I Swallow included it because I know it's a lot of people's favorite. Mm-hmm. It's really indicative of a lot of their music from Take uh, Take This to Your Grave. Yeah. And also, it's the first song I ever heard by them. Yeah, this is the first one outside of Cork Tree that I heard. Because yeah. I remember hearing that and being like, oh, shit, I'm going to like all of this. Mm. And then I did like a lot of that other album, too. Yeah. Um, I remember I was in a phase where I was really into the Saves the Day album through being cool. Yeah, that came after for me. And then, well, then I found this and I was like, oh, this is like the same thing, but they're also talking about Chicago. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> so it was like the coolest thing in the world. Where uh, are Saves the Day from? They're I thought they are from Chicago. Oh, they're New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fun. You were saying like this one's still minimally, or it's still got elements of like the problems of a lot of their music, or like the angst. <clears throat> I think women way or less. Yeah, I this don't one. Think it's a, this one's I don't like, think so. This one, I think is fair. I think this is like he's. Just, it's like a guy wants a lady. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I, think that's fine. I mean, it's definitely like a nice guy song, yeah. but it's. I don't think it's like inherently like no misogynistic or anything like a lot of their other music is. Sure, sure. Um, uh, and it's uh, just a fun sing along. It's oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love the beginning of that. I think that I have a I have a real soft spot for songs that come in lyrics only. Me too. I love that. I've noticed that about a lot of the music I like is mm-hmm. there's like a vamping intro. Um, where like it starts with like just acapella and then yeah. like like a heavy drop of like the bass and like guitar and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Macman, any yeah. thoughts? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, I want to see if I can find because we're almost done here. But I want to see if I can find uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, fun facts. I feel like I should have looked up the song facts earlier for them because these are good. I think that a lot of yeah, Fall Out Boy yeah. fans have a lot of internet thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that one is fun, and it's like that one's not as obnoxious of a song title either as a lot of them. Grand Theft Auto is, I mean, they do do the slash, which is yeah. a little annoying. This song is about a boy who is in love with a girl, but this girl is with someone else. He is trying to convince her that he's better than her boyfriend, telling her that he isn't always there for her, and she hates the boyfriend more than she notices. But the boy also realizes in the song he isn't making a big enough commitment to win her over. Someday I'll appreciate and value, get off my ass and call you. Oh, shit. There's a lot of comments on all of these now. Uh, this song is amazing. I love the song, even though this is one of the old songs I hadn't heard it until after I heard the new Fall Out Boy. And although I do love Fall Out Boy now, I think this is uh, "Take This to Your Grave" probably had their best songs on it, and it really explains my life right now. Oh. <laughs> wow! Oh, oh shit! Who is S. Ruddy Thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly like I didn't know I was gay when I was a kid, but I was starting to realize it when I was like eighteen. Uh huh. Like that's when I. I when I realized it and like I remember hearing that song and like thinking about straight women I had crushes on who were with boys Ooh. like Ooh. yeah where's your boy yeah I was a little bit Tonight. of a fuck boy wow. <laughs> damn a young Tommy McNamara <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god let's see oh my god uh Let's see if there's any. This is a tribute to all the slackers who love a girl, and that girl doesn't share the same feeling. Thanks, FOB. Oh, Dalton from Chesterfield has to say, anyone who doesn't like this song is a friggin' idiot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Damn. This is, uh, this is Seven Minutes in Heaven. Banger. 
also like I love doo-wop shit. Like I, I listen to 1950s music a lot. Like so I love that like. What a song. Uh, I like that one a lot. That's like, for me, that's like the prime fallout boy. Like, mm-hmm. that's them yeah. doing exactly what I like them doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that whole album, I still like that album more than the first one, which okay. I know. Not I know, a, I know. I'm a big music fucking idiot to you people who listen to this <laughs> fucking show. People who listen to the show have been quoted as saying that I have the taste of music of a mom, which I don't understand. <laughs> But get fucked. Um, I'm sick <laughs> as hell. It's definitely and, uh, like cleaner and like m- not not in s- terms of like content, but like it's definitely slicker. Here's what I like, like out of my boys. I want them to be singing about uh, picking up ladies and uh, not being mean, being gentlemen. And, you know, like, from time <laughs> to time gentlemen. having a little angst. But not, you know, taking care of themselves, drinking a lot of water. <laughs> you would love this song. Uh, have you ever heard this? God rest ye, merry gentlemen. <laughs> You'd love that. Hell yeah. That's right up my alley. That's, That's right in your wheelhouse. Right yeah. <laughs> now this is a good song. <laughs> hey, uh, Christ, <laughs> I heard you were listening to, you were looking for a new sound. <laughs> Listen to this. But um, that's like you could tell how much they're playing. They know their audience so well. Like yeah. literally mentioning dances. It's like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is and this is when I was listening to them. Oh, exactly. me too. I was yeah, in high yeah. school. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel like a hundred percent. Like they, yeah. that was such a weird era where it was like twenty-five-year-old men uh-huh. just just completely pandering to sixteen-year-olds. That's the boy <laughs> band weird, aspect yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was like they're like boy bands, but yeah. for teen boys. Yeah. What's the fucking song that's like uh, the therapist song? Where he's like, uh, "We'll be your therapist." Uh, Probably not a smart message to send out. No, it's not. I, that's the one song where I listen back to it and I fucking cringe. Don't call the suicide hotline. <laughs> Tweet at us instead. <laughs> Write our, our manager Come to our concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy our t-shirts. <laughs> Send your meds money on t-shirts. <laughs> Cover up your slit wrist with our t-shirts. <laughs> It'll stop the bleeding. Uh, <laughs> I want to find the name of that song. It's like, uh, we're the, uh, the chemist who found the, the formula, formula to make, make your heart swell and burst. burst. No matter what they say, yeah. don't believe a word. Yeah, what song is that? Oh, I actually do like that It's Are We Going Up? Yeah, yeah. Are We Going Up? keep singing this high if you'll keep believing it. it. Six out of six. <laughs> no, that's not on the playlist uh, because you fucked up. Uh, no. No, now I like that song again. No, now no, I'm like, actually, that was a banger. It was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get, listen to I'm a Lawyer. Uh, I'm like a lawyer with the way I try to get
So that song I remember is when I started getting pissed off listening yeah. to them because it was like that sounds like it would be right up my alley based on what I've described liking. But that like that like uh, if I woke up next to you, I was like, fuck that. That's not <laughs> you. That's not mean or angsty. Talk about choking her or something. I, I did, there was something about that that was missing for me where I was like. It felt like they were trying to appeal, and I remember they played that live when I saw them, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I just felt like I was in a sea of, like, 14-year-olds or something, and I was like, I was 19. Isn't that your fantasy? What? <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Roy Moore here. Oh, is that right? Um, look, we have stated on this podcast before, we want to recount on Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we think he was... Treated unfairly. <laughs> we think the South will rise again. Um, if you're not going to recount, let him back at that mall. Let him go to Sears. He needs a lawnmower. <laughs> he wants to hang out at Claire's. Come on. <laughs> he for sure wants to hang out oh, at Claire's. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But I, you know what? Listening to it now, I still I get why I didn't like it then. It's pleasant, though. It's fun. I think it's a good song to put on here because it's very indicative of, of the... Of the genre, not quite changing, but the it start is. of it. It's a shift. Yeah. It's when they realize that, like, oh, our fans are girls, too. Yeah. yeah. And, well, like, if we, like, are like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, being with you be amazing, like, they'd yeah. probably be into it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. stopped just playing power chords and yeah. started, like, yeah. doing more interesting things That was musically. the thing yeah. about Infinity on High. And, and, like, I think there's a lot of really good guitar solos in, like, some of their earlier stuff, but, like, mm. Infinity on High was, like, it wasn't just five chords. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's hear Uma Thurman and... <laughs> Such peak fall of life. You gotta turn this up. Yeah. yeah, I can't do this one. It's so bad. Yeah, this one I don't like. It really sucks. <laughs> I, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, the Kill Bill riff yeah. is awesome. I will say, the best part of that song is something they did not make. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking for... Uh, I'm trying to find parts of this song that I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that was them. Like the fact that they even had a song called Uma Thurman, I remember being like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I don't know why it made me annoyed. I think it was like they went. I liked when they were like, "We have song titles that are supposed to be jokes or whatever." Like I liked them then for that, and now I think that's annoying. But I also that's still what I liked about them. It was so originally then, called Strom Thurmond, <laughs> <laughs> then they changed it to make it more popular. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> and that's why I jumped off board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so why that song? You just like that. I, I think I wanted to pick songs that I thought were like indicative of different points mm-hmm. in and like i doubled up on a couple yeah but um, i think you did a good job of doing you that, told a though. story 
to be I wanted to tell a story. I really thank you, Tommy. I am so flattered that you appreciated and noticed. Uh, no, I, I like that song because it's super catchy. I love the Kill Bill riff. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect example of like kind of what they're doing now. Like I, I really like the album um, uh, American Beauty, American Psycho. I also think Fourth of July is probably the best song on it. Um, I, yeah. I, I should have put that instead of Uma Thurman, but I love the riff so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like that's like a really good example of like the stuff that, like that's being played in video games and like on like I on mean TV. any NHL yeah, game, yeah, the NHL, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. like I, I, that's like kind of what they're doing now, and I think that's like one of the better ones. Mm. Oh, here's a fun fact. Uh, Fall Out <laughs> Boy performed this song on Late Night with Seth Meyers, which is where former guest of the show did a late night spot, Kenny DeForest. Oh. So is that he what did it his, says online? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> That's actually on the where Wikipedia. He, he spent his set defending Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also, I wanted to defend Macklemore, then I saw I that Kenny know. had done it. Asked by Billboard magazine what came first, the music or the lyrical concept, Pete Wentz replied, we had the tracks done, but people kept saying, oh, Pulp Fiction. So we were like, why don't we write something in the Quentin Tarantino world? Then the Uma idea came up. We reached out to her. I don't know how she feels about the song, but she's okay with us naming it Uma Thurman. Wait, that is the Kill Bill theme, right? Yeah. 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 It'd be funny if there was like the same thing. That I happened, when they uh, said Pulp Fiction, I just second guessed myself. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, the same thing that happened with the uh, Taylor Swift Kanye Kim thing happens. You know what I mean? Where she puts up a video of like a phone call between them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're like. Uh, I still think we could fuck Uma Thurman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We made that bitch made famous. That. What are you talking about, Bob? <laughs> We've never met. <laughs> talk that talk, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's the playlist. Uh, Tommy, what do you think? What do you think? So, uh, as I stated, uh, I love this band. I will always be biased from They're a very certain time in my life. Uh, like maybe seventh grade to high school, where they they meant a lot to me. So anything that falls in that Tommy years is getting it's getting a solid point. Which brings me to a five out of six because I don't like him with Thurman. But interesting because okay. it is the year of generosity. Oh, okay, five point one out of six. Oh, that's the. I will be adding point one to every score this year. <laughs> that's interesting. Are you going right. retroactively? Oh heavens no! <laughs> well, that's from 2017, the year of selfishness. As Star Wars taught us. There must always be balance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> because of Tommy's generosity, I will now be taking point one no! away from this whole year. <laughs> You're a real Kylo Ren. Oh, Tommy, it's Kylo Ren. <laughs> Tommy, let's disregard the history of, uh, of this podcast and start our own new thing. You're no Vader. <laughs> Just a child in a mask. Oh, shit. Um, pretty good snow. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I find out uh, whether things are true or false about Star Wars on Snokes.com. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm getting a 4.9. <laughs> no, actually, I think I'm going to go. Um, my only thing is... I'm a little torn on I'm like a lawyer because like I said I don't love that song I'm going to go 
seven. Wow. Is what I'm going to say. Because I do love the rest of it. And I'm giving them a slight bump because it is my year of generosity. Wait. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Premise objection. <laughs> Yeah, four point seven. I do. I I I have a special place in my heart for this band. Um, I really love their first two albums a lot. I think the third album is flawed, but I still enjoy it. And that's what that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Sam, Sam what do you give it? What okay, is your well, rating? It is for the my year of generosity. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so I picked those six songs. I'm gonna give it a seven. Damn, that is very Ooh. Actually, you guys actually made me uh, backtrack on Uma Thurman. Interesting. I will say, you guys, I was like, oh shit, the smell of Somerset. Maybe not great. <laughs> uh, but I like the music. And yeah. that's, a, that's my issue with, with any Fall Out Boy song. It's never the music that's the issue for me. Uh-huh. It's always Pete Wentz throwing in something <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, for sure. Well, as we've learned on this podcast time and time again, music is objective, and uh, <laughs> we're giving this. This is a we're staying by this. So, uh, thanks for coming on, Sam. This is this has been a fun one. Uh, where can people find you at? Oh, we should I'm wrap on, this bad boy up. I'm on Twitter at Samly Matters. Uh, okay, S A M L Y M A T T E R S. Awesome. And, uh, also, I just released an album. Hell uh, yeah. yeah! Tommy's on that album, I believe. Ooh. Tommy is on the keyboard Ooh, on that yeah. album. He was the best co-host you could ever ask. Yeah, you're, uh, you're uh, me saying Sam's name. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, it was a fun album. It's, it's a holiday album, so you know we're a little late to the party. But uh, you know, if you want to go check it out, it's called the Comedy Holiday Album. It's a compilation album that's all different comics doing jokes about like Christmas and Hanukkah yeah. and whatnot. Perfect. And it's good if you don't want to listen to it now, save it for July for Hanukkah in July. Hanukkah in July, or do Hanukkah next December. You know, just there check you go. it out. Um, Tommy and I have our Caroline show, Stand By Your Band Live, January 25th. Is that right? Yes, yes. 9.30 p.m., baby. Dentist's favorite time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 9.30. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, check my website for other dates if you want, TommyMcNamara.com or Snokes.com if you want Star Wars facts. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to be getting a new website, I think. I, uh, yeah, I will be in Tampa the 12th through the 15th, or the 14th with Nikki Glazer and... The 19th through the 21st, I will be in at the, I believe, Addison Improv in Dallas. So come out to those. Uh, we like to end the show by saying, uh, keep it crispy, Sam. Oh, by the way, if you're, uh, if, if you want some bonus episodes of this show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. We put a new girls night up there and we put, uh, bonus episodes with Muse. And uh, uh, what is the other one that we just did? Aerosmith. And there's some more shit on there. So check that out. And on the count of three, we'll say, keep it crispy. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Keep, keep it, it crispy. crispy. Domestic violence is wrong. Bye. <laughs>